Welcome to Casual Quest Masters, a casual master quest podcast. In this podcast, we'll follow the adventures of a group of characters who simply want to find their way in this world, but a more sinister plot is evolving around them. How will they fare? Let's find out today on Casual Master Quest. Get your dice ready because we're ready to roll another session of Casual Quest Masters. Welcome back, everybody. We are a DD 5e 5th edition. There we go. That word. <clears throat> Live play adventure representing the team is Nickel Chodimella. Uh, hi. I play Vol Nightwalker Val Nugoni, a Goliath Ranger. And he is worried? Question mark. <laughs> Are you are you worried? Your brother's in danger. Sure, yes. Let's go with worried. Worried. <laughs> I have no feeling. Brandon Thresher. Uh, I'm Magdo Bandiron, and he's wondering if after we help Nick with his quest, should we go on a quest for him? Maybe get him a hand job or something. Ah, <laughs> so that. <laughs> <laughs> put a lockout or tag out lockout on that one. Jesus Christ! I think, I think uh, that I think that was your most direct <laughs> pun. Then the stream shuts down. <laughs> yeah, straight to the punch. Uh, wow. Okay. I hope not, unless that's what uh, you're into. <laughs> if I just need really, to get it. Uh... <laughs> Vinito is Knox, the uh, changeling sorcerer. And last but certainly not least is our all-powerful dungeon master, Glenn Houston. What's up, y'all? Going back sup to my roots? Yeah. No, that's not like a sup, y'all. That's like a sup, y'all. Like I'm actually speaking as though I'm from Kansas or something, you know. Giving you a little bit of that Midwest twang. Something a little further south of you. Are you? I mean, I'm from Kansas, but most of my family sounds from like this because they're either from southern Kansas or northern Oklahoma, so... Hmm. But okay. I'm from a very neutral accented place, so I don't speak like that. <laughs> oh, an intellectual. They said newscasters I'm from my too. general area from all over the country because we have the most neutral accent in the United States. Hmm. Fun fact. How woke of you? Oh, well, you know, we're very, very good at being PC in favor of Trump. So uh, I don't know if that's very woke of them. <laughs> no, that's. That's an oxymoron, I'm pretty sure. I know, right? Yeah, it's very, very oxymoronic. Uh, uh, it's like saying that you're a Democrat uh, and you uh, want to get Trump out, but you want to vote Bloomberg in, you know? Let's move away from politics. So let's roll let's, and find yeah, out who... Uh, <laughs> uh, who <laughs> Can you imagine in my head how fast I cranked it into reverse after like uh, my first statement and started flooring it right into the trash cans to get the fuck out of there? <laughs> So let's roll to find out who's doing our recap then. I always I rolled, love this, but I rolled a four. Somewhere in the a, middle is always good. I got a twelve. Ooh. Ooh, nice. Divisible. Glenn. <laughs> did you get a twenty? Fifteen. I was like, did you get a twenty and you're gonna make me do it? Ah, <laughs> uh, nope, not today. No, sir, not for you. With my new reading glasses that can see a lot here, I can. What is uh... Oh, oh <laughs> what, what, what is what, what is Glenn doing? He took off the headphones. 
<laughs> oh, he's wiggling the glasses. Turn to okay. the thing where you push on the back ends, but the headphones keep it from happening. So. <clears throat> oh, darn. All right. So I guess I get to do the recap this week. I haven't read what Nick wrote. <clears throat> so. You rolled me, a 15. Me, me, me. Just, oh, just for everybody. Yeah. Oh, didn't I say a 15? I didn't hear it, but I, I assumed that you rolled higher because I, you were like, I'm doing maybe it. Maybe I didn't I hear like, it, too, because I tuned out. Yeah, I laughed, and then I said I rolled a 15. I didn't hear that. Uh, my bad. Was, oh. No, it's okay. I it's wasn't okay. trying to be a dick. You, you I was distracted you, by the glass. You, you never listened to me, Nick. That's true. <laughs> this is why we can't be friends, because we're best friends, and I'm tolerating the shit out of this. Anyways. <laughs> that's toxic. That's toxic? Toxic friendship. Real toxic. Toxic friendship? Oh. <sighs> My life story. Got a song stuck in my head now. What song? I'm thinking You keep doing that. I'll I'll do the recap. <clears throat> no, I mean I'm encouraging it. Please do. No, I'm okay. I'm I'm good. That's it. I was thinking of That's Toxic <clears throat> by Britney Spears, but uh that's what I. That's what I was badly performing. Oh, that's oh, okay. what that was. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, with all the hair on the top of your head, I couldn't recognize the performance. Yeah, Sorry, yeah. Britney Spears. Yeah. All right, Britney bitch. Previously, on Casual Questmasters, we tell never under almost everything, mostly everything about our trip to Luskin. Bull getting kidnapped and affected by lycanthropy and the issues with Magdor's Finding Scroll. Lord Neverhunger congratulates the team on finishing their mission to some extent. They get the house that they requested before they set off the Luskin. And they get some cool little trinkets. Bull goes to sell off his magical spyglass for a lot of money at the magic shop underneath their apartment. I didn't know we had one until that day. How convenient. He also splits the gold evenly with the rest of the group. I wonder who wrote this. He tells the old adventurer who runs the magic shop about Nox's staff of power. He asks if he can see it, and he'll identify it Paul's old staff for free. Meanwhile, Magdor breaks open the magical lockbox to reveal an old piece of paper about the first dwarf king. Or something with an all-powerful axe. Bull the Goliath knows more about the story than Magdor the Dwarf. I wonder who wrote this. Bull then brings his old staff and necks down to the store. Turns out the old staff was the <laughs> that needed some fixing, and the old man can do that. So begins another quest. Old man nearly had a heart attack because he saw the Staff of Power and the Staff of Magi of the Magi at the same time. The party leaves the store to figure out what to do next when they receive a messenger snowy owl from Bull's brother. Edwin. Not Harry Potter. I'm glad we made the joke at the same time. Bull's <laughs> village is under threat of frost giants and a white slash silver question mark dragon. Neat. Right, I can't I'm remember if it was white or silver dragon. It was white. It was white. If it was silver, there's a lot of problems going on here. Like, yeah. what the fuck's going on? Silver are some of the most friendly dragons in general. They, like, uh, will see. become people and help them 
in dragon form because sometimes they don't like when people know what they look like when they choose a, a humanoid form. So they will, they, they're one of the few, I think copper or bronze, bronze, bronze and silver are the most friendly, I think. And like, but bronze will still be secretive about letting people know that they're dragons. And then, but silver, if they need to, they'll just be like, I'm a dragon and I help you, you know? <laughs> I'm a dragon, bitch. <laughs> I'm going to prepare the spell firebolt for the owl. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, the owl's right there. So uh, that's where we okay, kind yeah. of ended is the owl is now on that perch, uh, you know, basically waiting for you to send it back off because um, you can always send it back. But, you you know, you have to choose whether or not you want to send a message back. Um, well, I'll send it back. I'll send it back to hell where it belongs. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. I'm Mary. I need to be controlled. Lawful. <laughs> Lawful. Good. Because last say? time we talked, you guys were on the porch. Do you guys want to have been there or have moved inside? Uh, where do you want to be for this as we have this conversation? Um, I, I believe that the last thing I said <laughs> was, um, or at least the last thing Vol said was, huh, it looks like my village is about to be attacked by frost giants and uh, white dragon. Wait, what? Uh, yep. Yeah. And uh, what language was the note written in? Uh, giant. Um, because that's what's yeah. That's one of the. That's the uh, language of the Goliath, right? Yeah. Um, and then I'm not thinking too much about it. I'm just gonna hand it off to Nox <clears throat> and be like, "Yeah, read it," and then. Vol's gonna kind of head upstairs immediately, and I'm gonna look at it and like, looks kind of like elvish. It looks a little more Rosh like dwarvish. It's very rude. Yeah, this th- this looks like <clears throat> literal moon runes at this point. Magdor, can you read this? And I'm mm. gonna hang it over to Magdor. This Vol's village is in trouble. Oh, goodness. I can't read it. That's just what he told us. Oh. (laughs) Magdor. (laughs) Magdor. Inspiration point. (laughs) And. Oh. Uh, Vol, should we send a message back or just leave this owl hanging as an ornament? Vol went upstairs. He's in the apartment. Okay. Uh. I'm, uh, can I try to send a message to this owl then, or? Yeah, I mean, all you gotta do is find a piece of parchment that will fit in it, and you know, roll it up and stick it in, and then it will be effectively returned to sender. It's gonna go to his tribe. You know, it's not gonna go somewhere else, because it's on a turn, it understands where home is. <laughs> I'm gonna put out Fireball as a peace treaty between me and the bird. Uh, and I'm gonna go, j- j- just wait a minute. I- I'm-, I'm sure he has a message. He- maybe he's writing it right now. I'll after like five minutes, go ahead and take off. Val just kind of looks at you and waits on the perch and looks down at its leg. It's obvious that you've dealt with messenger birds enough that it, it, it won't leave until you send it off or put something in the pouch. God, you're beautiful. As <laughs> uh, Nox runs back in. I don't remember. Has it been a full day since we've met with Never Ember? No. You were no, just it's been like uh, a few hours, right? Yeah. You came back and then did the staff stuff. So, however long walking back and it, that interaction took you since speaking with November. All right. 
So I guess I'm going to walk inside, up the stairs. Yeah, what are you doing in there, Vol? As Magdor enters. Um, Unless you lock the door behind you. No, no. Vol would have even <laughs> left the door open at this point. Because he's just looking for uh, parchment and something to write with really quick. Uh, kind of a well, little bit of good. a... A little bit of a... <clears throat> What's the word? Uh, you know, when you're like stressed and just trying to like do everything as quick as possible. A panic? Flustered. Like yeah, a little yeah, a little flustered more so than a panic. Okay. And the moment he can find some, he's just gonna write, "On my way." In a part piece of parchment, and just send it uh, with the bird. Common or giant? Uh, giant. Cool. Are you gonna sign it your name or just on my way? Period. On my way. That that's it. Vol's not even gonna think okay. about it. Yeah. Yeah. Can I put my name on it? You you could try to put it on while Vol is writing. Get from him to add no, it I, on. I, I, I'm I'm asking you from my character. Oh, um, you want to put sure, but they. I'm gonna. Yeah. My brothers met you. Yes. Sure. Yes. Uh, I should I should put my name too. Put Sparkles Sparks name. Sparkles. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to mimic the runes and write uh, the name Nox, but it's gonna be like Nox or some crap, uh, like some weird version of it. No, no, no. This is how you write it, and then I'm gonna write out his name. In... Oh, and I'm gonna get that that weird <laughs> sensation when you're uh, like you know an American student who likes anime, so they try to write their name in Japanese sensation. And they're oh, thank you, Galenu. Hmm. <laughs> and then he's gonna roll up the parchment and then go straight down and send off the uh, message. Cool. Uh, inspiration point for anyone that can remember Bull's brother's name. I want to say Trod. Yeah. Yeah, actually. I was going to say is. Drot, but that, <laughs> it was the opposite. It, it was is, Trod. That is close. What? It is Trog. Trog. Okay. See, I thought that, but then Wait, I was like, no, it would that's... be like Trogdor. Yeah. It, it... <laughs> I didn't want also, like, okay. Trod is like a past tense of tread. So, like, he is, he walked. Is his, na- his name is walked. If his name was Trod. Yeah, yeah because he, he walks to hunt, you know? Also, he's, he okay. loves Trogdor, so, you know, his family was a big fan of that. Is that the giant he slayed? Um, so, as a result of that collective group, you guys have one inspiration point to choose who gets it. <clears throat> well, Tyler's got one for reading, I've got one for being funny, so I guess we'll give it to Nick. Cool, cool. thank you. All right, now let's take a long rest and lose them all. What time did um, you guys head to Neverembers? Wasn't it like around midday? Yeah. So it was five o'clock in the morning, so we're going to leave <clears throat> right now. <laughs> um, after that, Vol's going to come back. Is in getting the, ready. Vol's going to come back into the apartment. He's like, um, I'm, I, I'm going to need your help for this. You hear like Magdor bone and snap <laughs> as Nox like 
turns, well, sorry, well, yeah, Nox turns their head around like, Magdor, this is an imposter. Vol would never ask for help. <laughs> All right, you attack him first. <clears throat> I know, I'm not listen, for this listen. <clears throat> I I know we all, especially with you, Magdor, you need to figure out what's going on with that scroll. Um, but this is this is a, a imminent. This is happening now, and on my village, and I will leave whether the two of you join me or not. But I would much prefer, and I'd feel safer if the two of you came. I like your first way of putting it a little bit better, actually. Can we just stick to that one? Wait. Do the Goliaths have toys? Uh, well, we buy all of our toys from the dwarves. So it means, Magdor, that they will have toys, plus they're dwarven toys. I like dwarven toys. That's good. Me too. Yeah, I'm in. Let's go. Okay. And, um, and I can't pass up being thrown by more Goliaths, I guess. It, uh, there, there are many more Goliaths in my village who are stronger than me, just as strong as my brother. You remember when he when he tossed you? How oh, fun that fun. was. Uh, Ooh. Fun, yeah. I actually, I, Bull, I think I might be able to help with that the next time we do something like that. I think it'll work out pretty interestingly. Okay. Um, thank you. You're welcome, Vol. Uh, I mean, family sticks together, easy. right? Yeah. Um, About time I get to visit my, my grandma and grandpa. Are they alive? Can't remember. Who? A lot. A lot might have changed ever since I've left. Uh, my parents were still alive when I left. Well, I'm sh- I'm sure I got plenty of cousins. Wh- where um, do we have to go? So, that's what we should figure out now. Uh, the easiest would be if we were all to travel on horseback, because this is the spine of the world. Oh I boy. suggest we we need to go back to Luskin. And I think the easiest thing to do would be to take a ship to Luskin. And get acquire some horses there because there'd be horses that are better suited for colder climates. Magdor's gonna raise <laughs> his hand. I, yes, Magdor. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you you mean you're out of this house and you're ready to go on a ship into the deep dark ocean to go over to Luskin? You're gonna have to knock me out to get me on a ship. <laughs> uh, I could do knuckles. that. I mean, whatever, if, if that one makes you happy, we can or, do that. Or get me plastered. We could we could do that, too. So, ten, ten minutes over at the bar, and then we take to the docks? Maybe ten minutes if I got my mouth on a keg. I'm well, sure, as I'm I sure shake we could this bag of 400 gold, Alchemy. I'm sure we could do yeah. that. <laughs> That's like three gallons of ale in it. Oh, we need that to tide him over. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we we take a ship. Um, Okay, I thought you said something else. We'll we'll take three kegs of ale with us, backdoor. Would that be enough for the journey? Because it should only be a a two-ish days. It shouldn't be that long. 
All right. Okay. Oh man, I don't, I don't think I have. Have we been on a ship before, Vol? Yes, I'm sure we have. But out to sea? Oh man, that's gonna be so exciting! It's been years. Well, we're not gonna be going out too far. We're gonna be just traveling along the Sword Coast. But uh, yes, it's been a while oh, since we've been fui. on a ship. The ocean is ocean. This is true. Um, Ooh, I'll go. I'm be an ocean mage. I'll go secure uh, passage. Unless either of you wanted to come with me. I'm going to the bar, to the tavern. I'm gonna okay. help. I'm, I'm gonna speed up the process with Magdora. We're we're gonna help him. Uh, okay, secure secure those uh, secure those barrels of uh, ale too. Um, get your stuff ready, and I'll go see what I can do. Are you gonna be at the? Uh, was it called the Leviathan, the bar that we first started at? The beached Leviathan. Yeah. The beached Leviathan. We'll, yeah. We'll celebrate old times. Uh, I'll pack up our stuff. I'll get us some rations. Uh, we have plenty left over from uh, our trip, and we'll see you over at the Leviathan. Leviathan. Okay. Right. And uh, also make sure you have something warm, the two of you. Uh, I mean, we can maybe buy that. Uh, or that in Luskin, but it's gonna get cold. Yes. Yep. I actually saw a cool outfit. I really, 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 really wanted, but I couldn't afford it because it was like fifty gold. But now I got ching, and so I'm gonna go and get the yeti cloak. It's gonna be so nice. But that's gonna be over in Luskin. What are you doing here, Vol? All right. All right. Family's in danger. I'm gone. Leave and go towards where you know the ducks are. So Vol is headed to the docks. Uh, to attempt to book passage, what are Magdor and Nox going to be doing at this time? I'm gonna be his uh, his karma, his good faith coach. I'm gonna do anything impossible to goad him onto this ship because I know Magdor absolutely does not want to go on the ship or remember being on a ship. So I'm, I'm both hands on the shoulder and going, we can do this. <clears throat> All right, come with me. And while we're still here in the Protector's Enclave, I'm going to go to Algira's house. Okay. Where are we going, Magdor? The, the, the bar is out of the town. We're going to go see Algy real quick. Oh, gosh. Uh, why? Uh, <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, I need to ask you a question. Cool. Uh... <laughs> I start like like slick back in my hair a little bit. Just um, I'm, 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 okay. I mean, if if yes, yes. You are also mm-hmm. currently Mary, right? Not, not. Yes, uh, I went in as Roger. We had our confrontation <clears> with <throat> the king, and then I switched over to Mary after that. Cool. So I'm gonna go knock, knock, knock on her door. Yeah, you knock on her door. Knock, and, knock, uh, knocking on a She opens door. it up, and she's got like a a cup. Sometimes got like a little tea bag thing hanging out of it, and she says, "How can I help you, Magdor?" I was wondering. Hi, Jira. Hi, Mary. <laughs> uh, we're going up north. Uh, I know we said we were going to Baldur's Gate, but Vol's village is being attacked. Uh, can I rent oh. that cloak? Can you rent the cloak? I mean, I could just sell it to you. Uh, how much? I mean, you can pay me back. Pay me what you can now. I've got, and I'm going to pull out just this bag of gold. I've got about <laughs> 600 right now. 
me see. This is me. She's saying, let me see. She's thinking of how much it is. <laughs> right. Because you've told us in the thousands before, so I'm yeah. not sure how well. Magdar's saying this, and Nox is like getting like heavy sweat down their face because they absolutely want it too. But right now their focus is on handling Magdor's tab. And yeah, so they gotta hold back. This is a rare magical item, so. Up to 2,500 is how much it can be. What's that claim? It can be up to 2,500. That's the highest rare magical items can be. Um. But and it's she like, says, wow, his reputation with Algier is, like, yeah. exalted, right? For yeah. sure. And she looks for and sure. she says, for you, I can do 1750 Don't make a 500 gold down payment. Sure. And then it's yours. Just no interest or anything. Just pay me back when you can. Hopefully I'll be able to pay you back. What is that, twelve fifty? Uh, I'll, I'll treat you. And she, she pulls, like, a piece of parchment, and she says, Magdor owes me... 1250 and then writes the date next to it and signs it and she says go ahead and sign it just so just in case you decide not to pay me back I have some sort of litigation against you. Wink! I'm gonna she doesn't say wink out loud she like, just winks. Signing so many damn papers these days. Check make sure there's no oh. interest rates on that for at least two years because <clears> these <throat> rental centers are terrible. No annual interest rates I promise you. Mm. So I'm gonna sign it in Dorish and One uh Hand her five hundred gold. No interest. Does it say Magdor in Dwarvish, or does it say like Bugs Bunny or some shit? It says Magdor. <laughs> okay, good. It, it says it says Maggie. <laughs> and she uh, got a little lawyer in him. He's smart. <laughs> she goes back to uh, um, like a an armoire, and she kind of like pulls through it and pulls out the cloak that you recognize as the one that you had been wearing. It's a different size, but you know, they magically size once you attune to them. To the person that is attuned. She hands it to you, and she pulls the hanger off, and she says, hanger not included. <laughs> she puts it back in the Oh, armor. man. I uh, think you'll be wearing it, most likely, right? Yes, yes. Uh, out, out of character, does it matter that I'm wearing plate now instead of scale? Uh, it is still a scale male. Uh, it, it it's it's still the same type of armor it was. Oh, that stinks! Uh, it's a shame. There's maybe there's somebody in the party that has medium armor only. Maybe they can wear it for you. No, me. I think I could still wear it. Oh, I'm fine. Well, thank you, Algia. We're gonna go fight dragons now. Be careful, please. I'll miss you, Algira. I mean, I miss. I'll miss you, Algira. And I, you, my friend. Okay, and bye. I'm going to walk, friend. Friend. I'm going to walk. to drink now, too. All right, you ready wow. to go, the little python? <laughs> yes. And as we're walking, I'm going to be I'm surprised you didn't <clears throat> want to buy one, too. I, Megdor, I, I'm, I'm not exactly, uh, Mommy Warbucks over here. She'll sell it to you at a good price, and you can pay it back. She's probably going to charge me 2000 after that little stunt. Yeah, probably. Probably. <laughs> All right, so you're headed to the bar? 
Vol, as uh, as you head to the bar, y'all, we will pan over to Vol, who has made his way to the docks, where there are copious amounts of ships, not all of them uh, fit for travelers or even taking passengers, but there are several. Um, go ahead and make a... I don't know. How would you like to go about finding a ship? Um, I mean... Uh, given Vol's history for running jobs for caravans and merchants, I'm sure he probably knows somebody or some people know him that he could probably ask them uh, mm-hmm. if they could yeah, point him in the right direction. There's uh, usually somebody. a dock master who has a like a um, a ledger that has all of the ships coming in and out and would know which of them are passenger based. Um, yeah, so go right up to the dock master and uh, as. Uh, Greetings, Talkmaster. Uh... And it's a it's a female Triton, um, and she says, "Welcome. How can I help you?" I'm looking for passage to Luskin. Uh, there my party is just the only three of a us. few ships. Uh, the the easiest one to book passage on. When would you need to leave? Um, as soon as possible. When's the first one going out? Uh, the first one going out. Um, as she kind of hears through her book uh would be uh it's among the the trinity of ships called the the sea maidens fair i'm sure you're familiar with the the carnival and you absolutely would have heard of sea maidens fair it's a group of ships that one of which is a passenger ship and the other two all three combine to move up and down the sword coast throughout the year and then they are a traveling carnival um and she says uh I believe with you speak with Captain Zord. He's the captain of all three ships. Uh, one of them, I think it's called the Eye Catcher. Um, that ship, I believe, is open to taking on passengers, but it would be leaving uh, this evening, actually. Okay. Um, where's the duct? And then Volt's going to kind of look around. She says, south side. You'll see the three. Okay. It's the, uh, the Eye Catcher, the Heartbreaker, and the Hellraiser are the names of the three ships. Uh, that's that's not ominous at all. Uh, thank you, Doc Master. Oh, the carnivals, it's just some of the, I don't know, some of them have fire catchers and breathers in their circus show, so, I don't know. Makes sense. Thank you. People call children Hellraisers, so, anyway, have a wonderful day. What's going to head off and look for Captain Zord. Yes. Um, you eventually find your way uh, south and eventually see these three large ships, the largest of which is the Eyecatcher. Um, it looks like the Heartbreaker and Hellraiser are probably more where they keep a lot of their equipment that they need to move up and down the coast for their sh- their show. Um, and then uh, it looks like most the uh, there are people boarding that look as though they're not a part of said circus. Um, and all of them are passing by a man who is presenting himself. Um... And he, and he says, Captain Zord, like he's like saying, Captain Zord, welcome aboard. Captain Zord, let me know if you need anything. Um, he looks like he's an Aleskan. So he's uh, he's probably from the north originally. Um, but, yeah. Um, I'm going to wait till he finishes <clears throat> greeting the last of the passengers that are lined up or whatever before. Mm-hmm. Just a few of them were kind of passing by and you heard him say that is all. It's not like a long line or a procession. Um. Captain Zord? Yes. Uh, uh, do you have space remaining on your ship up to Luskin? 
Uh, we do. Um, can I see that manifest, please? And uh, one of the other, you know, crewmates around him pulls a book out and hands it to him, and he says, "It looks like we have um, <laughs> six spots remaining uh, for our trip to the north. We're headed uh, to Luskin, and then further on north, we're going to be doing a little bit of a." A village tour for some of the, the villages even further north of Luskin before it gets too deep into winter and we can't sail there anymore. Okay, asking as as a player, um, I know we decided on where uh, Vol's village is. Would it be, Vol knowing, would he know whether it'd be easier to go f- via Luskin or from any of the villages further yes. north? Yes, because uh, Luskin uh, is nearby the River Mirabar that runs through it, okay. if you remember correctly. Um, and the River Mirabar leads almost all the way it leads all the way to about a two or three days journey through the mountains to the village so either you can go uh, yeah going further north won't help you if that's okay question okay yeah um yeah me and my party were the three of us we'd like to get to luskin how long does the journey take usually a couple days uh we sail with three ships so sometimes uh if one has to stop the others do too and this uh Big girl over here is a little slower than your average chips, but I promise you won't be want for entertainment as we have the entire show's crew aboard and they tend to like to perform all the time. <laughs> you know, blessing and a curse. But uh, um, the, the tickets are reasonable. We, we're mostly just happy to have people along and get to know the, peop- the members of our troop. Um, how much is the fare? Uh, five gold per person. <clears throat> for this trip. Okay, uh, how long do you, uh, how long till you depart? Uh, we'll be leaving this evening, not long after the equivalent dinner time around sunset. Understood. Uh, Vol's gonna pay him the 15 gold. Um, it's, Wonderful. Uh, uh, just make sure you fill out the your other friend's information so we have their names for the manifest. Uh, first and last at, you know, just some, and some sort of physical identifier so that we know that that is the correct person. Um, also, make sure they have this ticket. And he pulls out three tickets in hands, each one of them with op, with numbers that correspond to the name on the manifest. Um, Vol's going to take the uh, tickets, and then he's going to start writing the names down. He's going to put v- Vol, large Goliath, <laughs> Magdor, drug dwarf, uh, metal arm, and he's gonna put down he's gonna take a minute to think and just put down Mary Blonde <laughs> and he says what an identifier uh sure um, I yeah I I this I didn't want to be mean I don't didn't know what to say could have put down annoying but it's fine as long as she has the ticket she'll be fine she'll be with us good 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 yeah, if you have any, do you have any excess luggage? Any larger size things you'll need traveled up to Luskin that may um, incur an excess fee? We'd have to use space in the storage. My, uh, uh, our dwarf uh, is not fond of ships, so he's going to be drunk throughout, so we're bringing on a couple barrels of ale. Well, we, I mean, we have something for that. Uh, he drinks a he, He's a dwarf. It's not alcohol. He's going to be well hung over if he drinks for three straight days. There is, um... Have you ever You're heard of the sleep off into spell? The distance. <laughs> 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 have you ever heard of the sleep spell? 
Uh, I, I'm not a man of magic. Uh, it makes sense that there's a spell for that. Um, there is a way we've... Because this has been a pretty common problem for us, but some people don't want to give up the speed of traveling by sea. Um, basically, it's a pod that constantly spams the spell on them so that they stay asleep as long as they want to. If they start feeling nauseous, they can go in there. If it's a 3-day journey, they can stay in for three days. Um, wake up, sounds... have people wake them up to feed them, basically. But that way, he, you wouldn't have to spend that much money on ale or that much money because three kegs full of ale or casks would be a considerable fee due to the weight. Okay, understood. Uh, thank <clears> you. <throat> I'll make sure that uh, we're here soon. Um, yeah, it was a pleasure sure. to meet you, Captain. Obviously, it's just an option. Yeah, we're happy to have you. And you you are Vol, correct? Correct. As he kind of looks at the manifest. He says, nice to meet you. My first pleasure name is Zardoz, you. but Captain is fine. Whatever you want to call me. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> All right. We'll see you later tonight. Yeah. And then Vol's going to head straight to the Beach Leviathan. Sweet. All right. As you head to the Beach Leviathan, what have you two been doing? Uh, We're sitting at a table with four casks of ale. Four, four casks. Kegs. Four kegs. You know how much money four kegs of ale costs? How much is it? It's like... 10 gold per keg. Alright, minus 40 gold. Magdor is ready. <laughs> Alright. You have Full they've brought they're stacked up, so they're like two by a two by two. One of them is tapped, and you're yep. starting on that it. one. Okay. Uh I have a glass oh sorry, Nox has a glass out. Is Magdor sharing or are they gonna have to get their own glass at this point? You're yeah, we're sharing. I would say okay. uh uh, you don't <laughs> like ships. Think about it. You don't like ships either. I imagine myself being shipped with Algira, if that's what you mean. Uh, that's been problems. destroyed. I it's take been a shipwrecked. <laughs> and I'm gonna start drinking the beer out of uh, pure misery at this point. After the food. The focus is on you. We need to get you plastered. I'd pick up another flask or another uh, cup. Or double fisting drink. Da -da 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 -da. Just so you know, da -da 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 -da. historically, a wooden keg held 36 gallons. So <laughs> you have 154, 144 gallons of alcohol. I'm surprised the Leviathan had this much for us in between drinks. Oh, they're going to have to make a special order to get more in. That's part of the reason why they charge you so much. 40 gold was worth it for them just as much as worth it for you. <laughs> Magdor, did we really need all this this ale for just to get you on a ship? I'm going to put my cup down and just turn and look at him. <clears throat> you or her. You won't be on this ship, right? Uh, yes. Start drinking again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for every glass you drink, if it's like a, like, I know you're technically a medium-sized humanoid, but if you get like a large glass, each one is going to require a con save. And this is something I think we can all attest to. If you want to get drunk, no matter how good you are at staving off the effects of alcohol, 
the will to be drunk makes you get drunk faster. So you can ignore your advantage against these saving throws if you want. All right, let's roll the first one. I've drank like 10 cups so far. Oh my God. All right, it was the fourth one that took me down. <laughs> I got a 17, okay. a 24, a 23, and a nine. Okay, after the fourth one, you're starting to feel tipsy. All right, let's do six more. Uh, I had it? one glass, and I rolled a uh, 21 for that. Nice. Yeah, you're feeling and fine. A, and then a 23. I'm sure on. Uh, the fifth glass is 23. Then okay. another 23. And then a 15. And then okay. another nine by the eighth That glass. one fails, so now you're drunk. If you want to drink more, you are going to be rolling with disadvantage now. I've got two more. All right, with disadvantage. Seven. And Mary, did you want to... Oh my God, you're so fucking plastered. And a five. You... He cannot walk. He cannot move. He's barely out of catatonic. Um, How many more drinks did you have during this that, time, oh. Mary? I would probably say I was working on my second one, but then I had to stop and watch at you know, like the the veracity of which I was watching Meg do. Like this is Shaggy eating the the sausage, except this is just pure liquid, and it's like, oh my Melora, I didn't even know you could. Where do you keep it all? You got a hollow leg somewhere? Uh, I want you to make a con saving throw, Magdor. Disadvantage. Twelve. He throws up a little bit, but he keeps it down. That's where it, it's obvious that there's not. You say, "Where are you keeping it?" And it's obvious that if he has much more, it's gonna be spewing here pretty quick. Oh goodness, Megdor, you're 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 three shades of fucked up right now. Uh, All right for and then Vol walks in. <laughs> you're you're ready. You're ready for what, Megdor? Ready for boat. Oh, you're, you're ready. Is he, uh, you see four cans. Oh! <laughs> Back door. Um, this is right. pretty good. So, Mary. Fuck. so the good news, uh, we don't need the kegs. They've got pods that Magdor could just sleep in for the entire journey. Uh, like oh, it magically just oh cast Lord. sleep. Because he might choke in his sleep at this point. We could, we could probably, I guess, we could take the overweight fees, but we could probably take one keg as a thank you. Um, but we could take the remaining three back to the apartment, I guess, because now we have three. <gasps> Are you going to carry three kegs of booze back up to the Protector's Enclave? Because that sounds ridiculous. Um, we get shipment. Um, how long do we have rough? Like, I know you said sundown, but like between now and then, is it like three to four hours or something? Okay. Yes. Um, Magdor, uh, player to player, do you have all your stuff with you? I got your toys. Okay. You have, if you have, as long as you have all the important toys, uh, it, it seems like, um, Nox, are you ready to go like right now? Because the ship leaves yes. in a few hours. Okay. Um. I'm just gonna I've go. I've been drinking. Okay, I'm gonna go. It lets you. You could probably. Me. You look like you could probably stand one or two more, but take it easy. Magdor looks like he's done. Uh, You're not the, my real father. This is I true. Mean, um, let me. I will. I will take the remaining kegs back. 
I'll go get my stuff. Uh, the ship is because the beach of Vitans by the docks, right? That's from what I remember. Yeah, just the to the north of the docks. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the ship is gonna leave soon. We're close by. The two of you stay here. And Knox, don't let him drink anymore. And then Vol's gonna start with the. F Could Vol carry two barrels at a time? What's his strength? Um, let me let <laughs> me pull that up for you. <laughs> uh, strength score of fifteen. You can carry one. Okay. Um, it's a lot of gallons. <laughs> you know what? And so Volt's gonna go and try to like. Mm, oh, okay. He's gonna put the one back down. He's like, I thought I could take two. I can't. Um, and uh, wait, one of the barmen is a half orc that you know. Um, yeah. and he's like not as tall as you. How tall are you? Like, uh, seven foot four or something. Seven four. He's only like six seven, six eight, but he's still he's a little burlier yeah. than you. Um, and he says, "You need help getting those out. Uh, probably want to yeah, take. You probably want to cut your friend off. Uh, we definitely do. Uh, the we'll plan have was to look him out again. As I you look behind, worry. you see Magdor opening up his jug of alchemy. Start to pour the, that into cup. Magdor, Magdor, no, 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 no. <laughs> it's all no, like trying Magdor. to put the cork back on. Vol they take out a spray the jug bottle from your hand. Start spraying Magdor. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy enough to take it from his hand if you want to. Yeah." Can't resist. <laughs> um, too yeah, we're just gonna take this back to our apartment in uh, Protector's Enclave. We can open. Um, Magdor, are you are you okay. thirsty? He uh, says, "Bread." They call somebody over and they get a group together and they load it into a a small donkey cart out front. Got a mule in front of it, and uh, they will help you bring it back. Okay. <gasps> um, and whoever's coming with me, I'm just gonna give them. Um, Gonna give them ten gold. It's like, thank you for the assistance and sorry for all the trouble. Uh, uh, sometimes. What? Te why? Um. This is like a year's wages. Well, thank you. Yeah. Did you give this and to him just before or after? Puts it left. in his pocket and and just kind of like. He seems more attentive now, like he's like listening to everything you say because he thinks you're fucking rich as hell. So yeah, he follows you and helps you get it unloaded yep. up to the house. What are you two doing at the bar while Vol is taking care of the alcohol that was there, but you still have the alchemy jug? If you, I mean, Ma but I think Mary Magdor. has that. Right? Did we see Magdor Vol give? Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Did I'm we just... see Vol give the ten gold to that guy? Did you do it outside or inside, Vol? Outside. Once uh, everything was loaded up and we were just about to leave. Vol was about, or Magdor was about to get his ten golds worth from that tip. Looks like you need a new chair. <laughs> oh, Magdor, you can talk again. Good. Then maybe uh, I, there's a new beer here. Do you, do you want to drink more beer? Uh, Magdor's just going to okay, nod his uh, head. Get him some water. It's a, <laughs> it's, it's a special brand. It's actually completely see-through. <laughs> I'm gonna try to message and go and uh, message uh, one of the bartender people and say, "Hey, uh, the dwarf over here needs some water. Can you give it some water and just say it's beer? I'm pretty sure he'll drink it either way." You see a thumbs up from across the room. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna get you the biggest thing of the most limited edition. <laughs> this is actually. Do you like Elven beer? No. 
<laughs> well, good thing it's not that. This is actually... This is crystal dwarven beer. It's going to be so delicious, and it's going to get you tanked off your ass. You drunk bastard, you. Magdor's going to stand up in excitement and just fall on his face. Make a dexterity... I was going to say, make a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> you can choose to fail it if you want. <laughs> All right, he so it's obvious, too, that motion. they've got a pitcher of of water up there ready for you whenever you need to come get it, because it's a pretty busy night at the bar, so. I probably get up around the same time Magdor does, and I, I like, take one step away, and I hear... <laughs> 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 like, I freeze in place for a second, going, oh, he'll be all right, and uh, I'm going to go get the water yeah, and so put you it get back up there. to the table. And getting closer, you notice now that the, the the water looks like it's a little tinted, as if it is maybe a really light beer. Um, and uh, the bartender says, oh, uh, I just put some food coloring in it. And I put a tiny uh, bit of beer in it, just in case he actually needs to taste that it's a little bit of beer, but it's 99% water. I'm gonna look at it suspiciously for like all of half a second, and then look at the bartender going, thank you. And uh, I'm gonna tip him a silver for now, if I could. Thanks boss, done this before. And he gives you the, the pitcher with the mug. Uh... All right, Magdor, up you go. We're gonna play the choo-choo game. <laughs> Magdor's gonna sit up and he's gonna just open his mouth. Oh boy, the sweet day of revenge is finally upon me. Uh, I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the pitcher of water and try to like uh, water feed it to him. It's got like one of those little angled openings, you know, so like, like a, it comes out in one spout, or something like that. No, like a little spout. A little, yeah. yeah. Yep. Mind you, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna try to swing. <laughs> I'll put a I'll put a hand on Magdor's head then. Uh <laughs> just try to Pull with my other back. hand on. Uh, yeah, at this point like I, I had to put the uh the shield and the staff on the table and I'm trying to uh Yeah, yeah, give him uh this water without just dousing him completely. I want you to make a wisdom saving throw, Magdor, but you do technically have the poison condition, so this has disadvantage. 16. Oh man, this is like either it's the worst beer you've ever tasted or it's not beer. Tastes like swill, but bottom out, no beer left. Bad beer now, watered down. Nasty. Yeah, it, it's, it's probably Taco Bell beer, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you're drinking <laughs> Can it. Can you imagine? <laughs> and Magdor's What's gonna. That? I thought Magdor's we were about to end the stream real quickly here. Slowly stand up. Look, I feel much better now. And then just pass out. <laughs> he falls into the booth. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, everything is paid for, I think. Um. Well, I just need to get you to a boat. Vol oh gosh, Vol's not here. I don't know where the boat is. I'm gonna try to uh, pick up uh, Vol, uh, not Vol, uh, Magdor. And I was like, fail. <laughs> <Just kidding>. um, 
<laughs> How much do you weigh with your equipment, Magdor? Oh, that is a lot. <laughs> um, 270. What is your strength score, Mary? Me? Uh, just, uh, man, a uh, thing of 11. Okay. Um, so you're going to make an athletics check to try and do this. I know I can deadlift 270 pounds, but I think my strength is a little more than a, one, a plus zero. So. You said you want me to make an athletics check? Mm-hmm. Okay, nice plus zero. Let's see what we got here. Got a 19. 19. 19. You genuinely do find, like, you know, like, like pregnant woman strength or, like, mother saving cubs strength. My child strength. in the car. Yeah, exactly. You you find that strength somewhere, and you you hoist him up on one shoulder and grab his pack with the other, and just like start to move at a relatively normal pace. Albeit, it is very difficult. Uh, um, and kind of like when you walk with too many groceries, you have to pause every once in a while to give yourself a little bit of a breather. But you could get him easily back to the apartment within about ten minutes. Magdor's gonna mumble and grumble there, and he's gonna hit Mary in the face with his gloved hand. Not like smack oh, that... but just tap. But it's still metal. Have you ever been hit in the face by a broom even lightly? This is a metal well, broom. Not the metal <laughs> hand. The... Well, what are the gauntlets, I guess? Are they metal? I guess if they're gauntlets. Gauntlets yeah. of Ogre. I, I hit them with it. <laughs> hit take, her with well, it. What's your strength modifier? 19. Oh, plus 4. 19. So you take 5 bludgeoning damage as he smacks you in the face. Magdor, do that again, and so help me, I'll throw you into the ocean. You won't be riding it. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna pet, pet Mary's face. Like, use this. Like, it's like those little candies, <laughs> the ones that are sweet and sour, and it's like they're sweet, and then they're, or they're sour, and then they're sweet, and it's like a, the candy slaps the person, and then goes like this right afterwards. Have you seen those commercials? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Uh, like. You can imagine, like, with a combination of weight, like, trying to get across the wooden floorboards on just two feet, you hear groaning and stuff, and just getting him out into the streets. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm starting to build quite a sweat, and all of a sudden, whoosh! <laughs> it's like, eyeballs are starting to pop at this point, and I'm looking for the docks. I'm going to slowly oh, take you know they're my, to the uh, south. take my gauntlet off and let it drop to the ground. His gauntlet falls off while you're moving. Oh, you motherfucker. I'm dropping him to the ground. Alright. Uh, yeah, you lay him down, and he just stays there. <laughs> trying to take the other- I'm trying to take the other one off. Like, off of my metal arm, but it's a little harder. He's so drunk now, he's trying to undress himself in the middle of the Oh street. my gosh. If you piss your pants in public again, so help me. Uh, <laughs> what- wh Magda, why are you taking off the gauntlets? I'm just gonna kinda grab it and just shove it at him. And I look and oh, you want me to use these to carry? It's gonna take an. I would have to sit here for an hour to carry you. He's just gonna shove it back into you. He doesn't understand that you need to attune. He just thinks he's helping. <laughs> I, I'm gonna take him, like, <laughs> go back inside and get my shield and staff first off because and I when you go when you go back inside, Vol, you come back to a drunk as hell. 
Magdor laying on the ground with one gauntlet off and the other one, like, he's just, like, shaking it up in the air and his bag's on the ground. Um, and you see Mary returning from the bar uh, with their things. Well, I take it that went well. Uh, successfully so, yes. He is uh, now... <sighs> oh my gosh. <laughs> well, you just, um, we have you just three kegs of ale. Sorry. <laughs> no, you still have three and a half. You still have you, like three and three quarters kegs. So you hear from barely. the ground. Una bag, uh, and then uh, Magdor turns into a bag. <laughs> you know what? Magdor, have you ever wanted to fly? No. Well, we're about to find out. I'm going to cast Levitate on him. Okay, so if he doesn't want to fly, I believe it's a con save, right? Right, yes. With disadvantage. Do do that so it'd be disadvantage, yeah. 14. Uh, and my DC is 15. Uh, you are going up in the air, mister. What would you say uh, that would do to my equilibrium? Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Bad con news. Saves. Disadvantage. Um, not. Oh, I got a nine. Oh, you vomit. That's a good. Like projectile vomit. Just and because there's enough propellant from this projectile vomit, he actually moves a few feet to the side. (laughs) (laughs) He's a a vomit fidget spinner. (laughs) Um, Bull would like to dodge said vomit. Okay, dexterity saving throw if you want to avoid being hit by vomit. (laughs) I'm gonna use my inspiration on this, please. For the love of God. I'm gonna use my inspiration on this too. Would you say dex, or uh, could you think yeah. I could work with acrobatics? Uh, it's a saving throw because it's against a harmful effect. So that's that's fair. Uh, Thank God. I wish I would have said I used I used my inspiration. I forgot to wait. Did I no, say you it? Did. You said you did you say, say it. it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Thank God. <laughs> um, because uh, I, I rolled a twenty six. Whoa. And I rolled a uh, twenty five. Good God. Okay. Yeah. You definitely hop out of the way, and he just. Keep spinning there, like five feet off the ground, just like, like a like a sprinkler, <laughs> but with vomit. Jesus, man. <laughs> no, Nox, do you think that was the best idea? And it uh, lasts I mean, for sixteen seconds. Us, <laughs> Jesus, that's that's fair. Um, what do we? I don't think we should take that last keg with us. I I don't think we should take it. I'm gonna okay, say this in a whisper. <laughs> I don't think we should take any of them with us. This was a bad idea. Well, the kegs are <laughs> the, the other kegs are back at home. This one's been tapped already. Um, you know what? I'll pay Magdor back for the one that's been tapped, and then Vold's gonna head inside, and he's gonna go tell the bar keep that uh, they could have whatever's left of that keg. No charge. This one's on us. Like, just yeah. give it to the patrons. Okay. I, that's yeah. No, we thanks. Yeah. Um, um, and he says, uh, he says, you'll each have a silver on your tab when you come back. We'll give you something. Appreciate it. And then have a good night. Stay safe. And then Volt's going to... Sorry, go. 10 silver. My bad. Each of you has 10 silver on your tab. Thank you. For Magdor, then- it just kind of cuts <laughs> into what he owes, so... Yeah. <laughs> At this point, I think Nox would be mildly annoyed that he had the dodge vomit. And when Vol went inside, I'm going to use my action to kind of, like, raise him up and down, like, ten feet just to see what happens. 
Con saving throw. <laughs> I got a 10. <laughs> you vomit more, but this time, it's only for two seconds. It's just like a bleh. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, now that I understand the rules of the game, how you doing out there, Magdor? It's like 20 feet in the air. Uh... <laughs> Some of the guards right. come up and they're like, all right, there's vomit everywhere. Get your friend out. We'll just take him into the slammer for the night. Okay. All right. I believe Three, I can third time yes, in jail. Like... <laughs> uh, Mag Magdor, they don't speak Dwarvish. So is the goal then with Maybe. the levitate to like be able to just like pull him along, basically, you know? Yeah. With your hand? Yes. Okay, cool. Awesome. That's easy enough. Perfect. I'm gonna point at my gauntlet as I'm floating away. Uh, uh. <laughs> well, uh Yeah, I've got the gauntlets, don't worry. And his bag. Yeah, yeah. Vol's gonna pick them all up. Um we've still got a little bit of time before we have to board. I don't know how they'd feel about a vomit-covered dwarf. Oh, it's oh. okay. There's water over there. They're not on me. They're all on... It His beard is just caked in vomit. Um, not, uh, not much anywhere else, but beard for sure. Flavor catcher, man. Okay. All right. I'll, uh -huh. I'll send him into the ocean. I did promise him that. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's let's not do that. No ocean. No ocean. I don't. Is there, is there any, a misunderstanding of the notion? <laughs> that Vol could find some water just to clean up. Yeah, them. I mean, uh, just around the way, uh, about a block down. Uh, you remember there is because you're from Neverwinter. There's a well Please. over there that's pretty commonly <laughs> used by people. <laughs> Okay, I'm, I uh, see the well, and I was like, "All right, can uh, no, you move no. the bucket out of the way." You, no, you you stay here. We're I not going towards the well. I can dive. No, you're not take. You're not dunking <laughs> him in the well. That's just gonna ruin it for everybody. I'll go get some water. You wait right here, and then Volt's gonna go off and get some water. Yeah, doesn't take you very I, long. It'll be about forty-five seconds. <clears throat> and uh, Hector, do you, do you want some water? Oh. Uh, uh, don't don't worry, Magdor. Uh, Even uh, drunk Magdor's onto your shit. Hawks, <laughs> could you bring him bring him down a little bit, please, so I could just wash him off? Yeah, I'll, I'll bring him down to like five feet above the ground. Con save. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> any any v a, a vertical movement was gonna cause that. Lateral, you'd be fine. I got a six. Throws up. Uh, let's do this. Odds or evens. Or Vol, or for, uh, yeah, Vol and, uh, Nox. Uh-oh, I'll take Neither. odds. Odds? Okay. So, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw, Nox. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this is your fault as I'm about to get hit with fucking vomit. Uh, no, never mind. I rolled a nat 20. Woo! Got a 25. I, uh... Because you rolled a nat 20, I think it should be cool. So you do, like, a mini magic shield that just kind of, like, flaps it away. It doesn't it's burn full. a spell slot okay. or anything. It's just kind of like a little... It's a little arcane... Reflection. 
but it the actually traveler... goes back at Magdor, so it actually gets all over him. I should not be punished for this. <laughs> no, this is just funny. <laughs> let's 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 not levitate him as much anymore. Can we, please? Horizontal all the way from now on. That's what she's. Yes, please. And then Vol's just going to begin <laughs> washing off Magdor to the best he can. It doesn't take Vol too much. He's a pretty shortish guy. The beard takes a little I've bit of work, but he can get it out within a few minutes. Been gifted with power from the Traveler and Mother, and I'm using it to shield myself from dwarf vomit. This is my life now. Who's <laughs> Mother? We should have just knocked him out. I, um, just... And levitate lasts for a minute, right? Or is it an hour? Ten minutes. Oh, great. Yeah, you're fine. Yep, don't worry. I, I kept it in mind. <laughs> just see a hole up 20 feet in the air and then... Um, Alright, uh, we're all cleaned up here. Uh, I have our tickets. Let's uh, get to the ship. And then... I don't have much say in it. I mean, Magdor, are you ready for the ship? No. <laughs> Is there somewhere you want to go? Heaven. You say the tavern? Uh, tavern. What do you want at the tavern, Magdor? Hey, As yo. I'm walking him towards the dock. Oh, have you ever heard of a tavern on it? The, we're gonna they pushed the Leviathan back into the ocean we're gonna go see it in the ocean now okay <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure it takes us only a few minutes to get to the eye catcher was it uh-huh mm-hmm yeah a few minutes uh you arrive and there's still like a you know like a few random people. Um, whether or not they're workers for the ship or uh, looks like, you know, effectively civilian passengers um, that are, you know, boarding that are not a members of the crew or the circus. Um, and Zardoz uh, is still, Captain Zord is there and he says, welcome back, my Goliath friend. How are you, Vol? Good, Captain Zardoz. Um, these are, this is my party. There's uh, Mary. Nice to like meet you, said. Man. Blonde. Blonde. Hi. Mm -hmm. And this is the, the dwarf, drunk. Oh, wait. You, is you he could... doing this to himself? Um, no. Well, you, you, you're, you just told them I was a blonde. <clears throat> yes. That's fair. Okay. That's uh, the, that's the first thing that came to mind. Short and blonde. Well, I, in comparison to me, at least. Ah, uh, that's your thing when you think of me. Okay. Uh, I would have. Hmm. Hmm. All right. So tickets. Uh, yes. Here. Now, one tickets. of the rules I do have on my ship is that you have to be able to walk yourself onto it. Uh, because if you don't have sea legs that can walk up a gangplank, then you don't have sea legs that can stand being on the open ocean. So, um, as much as I appreciate taking care of your very, very inebriated friend, he has to make his way up the gangplank himself. Kind of a point of pride here. 
Oh boy. I can do I'm it. Gonna, I'm gonna lower him to the ground once I am levitate. You can stand fine enough, uh, but walk in is gonna be rough. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guide the shit out of him. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna push him, I'm just to, you know, tap the shoulder. Guide. Oh my lord. Uh, Magdar is rubbing his legs. He's like, alright. So he takes your uh, ticket. He says, Welcome to the ship, Magdor. Uh yep. it, I heard you got any... there's like an there's like a a rope railing. What's that, Vol? Is there uh is there any extra charge for sticking him in a sleeping pod for a few days? Yes, that is a little bit more, but Okay. Yeah, well we'll figure that out then it's not a problem. Just wanted Yeah, to the crew will wake him to feed him, um so that he doesn't you know starve. That would suck. So Wait, they have a kennel for the dwarf? Uh, the <sighs> pods that spam the a spell pod. that keeps someone asleep. Oh. Why does if he put a bad guy in there? Would he stay asleep forever? Uh, theoretically, yeah. But we don't, you know, we don't have, like, enemies or anything, so... We just right, use them to help You could use it like a brig if somebody was unruly. That's <clears> really <throat> smart of you. I didn't think of that. And and he looks back at some of the, the crew members and he says, You hear that? Misbehaving, I'll throw you in the sleep pods. And they Three go, call ha, ha, Captain. And he says, uh, Not you, Sir Magdor. Please, make your way onto the ship. I'm going to kneel down next to Magdor. I'm going to hold Magdor's face in my hands be like, You better make it on this fucking ship, Magdor. I believe in you. You've crushed people Mag with your hammer. You've crushed Magdor's heads. I believe in you, Magdor. <laughs> and oh. Vol's gonna give him a slap to try and wake him up. Ow. With that slap and the guidance, um, you need to make effectively an acrobatics check to walk your way on this seat. This feels like this gangplank is way narrower than any gangplank you've ever walked on. It's a rope. Well, I mean... <laughs> It's like it's like ten feet. It's like seven feet wide with ropes on either side. So it's it's not a thin gangplank, but his perception is skewed. <laughs> and I'm gonna use my inspiration point to negate disadvantage. So you have a normal roll with a D4 bonus. I rolled a nat one. <laughs> What's that do? Do I still get the D4? Uh, you, got you got guidance. You got guidance. Yeah, roll the D4. Well, Glenn tries to figure out how to throw the you to the fucking ocean. So this gangplank is... Oh, wow. This gangplank is 20 feet long. So what I was going to do is, based on the number you rolled, on a scale of 1 to 20, that was like how far you would get. So you still had a pretty, it was pretty hard. The DC is effectively 20, but so you get five feet up and you're looking good. And then you just whoop, right off the side into the pole and into the water. <laughs> Vol's going to try to catch him before he falls off. Okay. So this is going to be an athletics check, but it's going to be dexterity based. Because you do have um, to hold him, but you have to react quickly. So use dexterity as the base. If you're trained in, if you're trained in uh, acrobatics, that would be the same save. Or same roll. Oh, okay. Um, roll to ten. 
uh, you are able to catch him by his beard <laughs> for a second, but obviously you realize that's going to hurt a lot or rip all of your hair out, so you just have to let go. <laughs> so I'm in the water now? Yeah, and heavy armor, drunk, and sinking quickly because of the amount of heavy shit on you. And like, for the second that he's above water, he just goes, I can't swim. And then he goes down. <laughs> Vol's gonna dive right in. Okay. <laughs> All right. Honestly, we could play this out, but Vol, if you want to get him out, it takes five to eight seconds, but you are able to kind of like get him down and basically just walk him up to the shore where it gradually rises um, and back up onto the docks. So after a few moments of bated breath waiting, um, you see them come up out of the water. How are you feeling uh, now, uh, Magdor? Uh, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to like pat him on the back and try to like toss up a little <laughs> bit. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely more sober than I was before. You absolutely are. Then you could make it across that plank again. I'm going to take another shot. Can I take another shot? I'm going to say that to the captain. Right. And Zardos, Captain Zard, Zord says, uh, yeah. I'll All give right. you three tries total. It's the second one. After that, you'll have to find another ship. Magdor's going to sit at the gangplank. Again, take a deep <clears throat> breath. Rub his legs. Remember, Magdor, you fucking crush men's skulls with your warhammers. <laughs> also, uh, when he's when Vol slapped you last time, that negated disadvantage. Um, and technically, that means you didn't have to have spent your inspiration point. So, oh, so can I spend it now then? Yes, you don't right. have disadvantage anymore though, so this would give you advantage. All right, with advantage, I'm gonna look at Vol. Darren says, I'll go out this. You got this. Let's go, Magdor. But if I fall in again, will you save me? Of course. Not uh, the third what time. was it? Acrobatics? Er, yeah. 18. <clears throat> you make it across just fine. You have no idea how this was so hard just a few moments ago. Uh, you see that? That's, that's my friend. He crushes skulls for a living. Alright. Um now find your way to your cabin. <laughs> <laughs> you you will tell us which ones are cabin, right? It says on the ticket. Oh, okay. Okay. Do I have Vol my ticket then? <laughs> yeah, you have your uh, ticket. I, I feel like Vol would have just held on to all three just for the moment. Oh, I thought you said earlier you gave them their ticket. Uh no, I gave it to I don't Captain Cardos. Oh, you gave him to Zardos. Because okay, he asked. Zardos yeah, because he them. asked. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Zardos has, has had them all torn them off and gave you the stubs that still show you um, where your room is and what your destination is, that sort of thing. All right. Uh, okay, I'll read this. Uh, don't worry. Uh, <coughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. Um, and then Vol's just going to cross and get aboard. Wonderful. So you all make your way aboard the heartbreaker and um how fitting 
Oh. I thought I thought it was the eye catcher. Yeah, that's that's what I meant. Eye catcher. You are on the eye catcher. Um and you just gotta find your place. Uh it's past sun sunset now. Um and so they are uh preparing to disembark within the next few minutes, basically. They're not serving dinner as they uh you know, they're departing post evening time. Uh but there is a bar on board on the upper deck. Uh, oh, that God. can be enjoyed as there are performers there. Some of the circus members are not working. Others are there to provide entertainment for both the crew and the the other their other fellow circus folk. Um, if you'd like to partake, have we have we started sailing? Yeah. Then okay. It's only about ten minutes, and then they make they make off, make way. I'm gonna look over at Vol and be like, "All right, I want my keg now." <clears throat> um, uh, yeah, don't don't worry. They're just uh, it's just uh, below deck. Uh, they've just had to take care of the cargo. You just hang tight, and I'll go see where that keg is. All right, Magdor. All right, all right, all right. And then Magdor, uh, sorry, Vol's gonna go and try to find uh, Captain Zardos. Okay. Uh, Zardos Captain. is up on the boat. On I mean. As you try and get to a place where you can go up to the wheel of the ship, which is in its own kind of housing, um, there is a, a, a sailor there, and he says, Sorry, sir. You're not allowed. Oh, uh, that's fine. Um, just wanted to arrange uh, the extra payment to put my friend in one of those sleeping pods. Wonderful. Um, actually, I can take care of that for you. And he calls Great. somebody over to stand and watch here. As he leaves with you and heads towards the pods, which are kind of on the lower decks, um, just one level above, because this is like a three. It's like three: the lower decks, the middle decks, the upper decks, which is where all of the general housing is. Storage is in the lower, and then the sleeping pods are in the middle. And then you have right. top deck. Um, he takes you all the way down, and and uh, you see they're they're interesting looking pods. It's kind of like they look. Like you kind of connected two kegs together, they're banded in iron. Um, there's a viewport window, uh, where the face of the person would be, and he opens up one, and it's got like pillowed edges and a and a, an actual pillow where the head would go. Um, <clears throat> and he says, um, "This is where the magic happens, literally. Uh, it's one gold per day um, uh, for anyone who needs right. it." Um, if you could come with me. All right. So here's the situation. Mm. Uh, uh, one of my friends, a uh, dwarf, can't stand ships, can't stand the ocean. We told him that we bought keg, a keg of ale on board. Um, it would be, it would be just helpful if you could come with me, tell him that you're going to bring him the ale, but it is mandatory for some of our guests, some of your guests to take a nap first. Okay. It it would just make I think it would just make everybody's lives easier. Otherwise, are you uh, your whole party? Are you all getting in? No, just just the one dwarf. Okay. Will you be needed? Because you need to. I can't guarantee after one day that you know people pay per day and they don't you know unless they pay ahead of time. I can't uh, guarantee. What was it, uh, Luskin? Two or three days. Yeah, so if you paid for three, we would, you know, but it only took two, we'd refund you the one, you know. So, uh, <clears throat> I'll, I'll just give you the three gold. Um, Wonderful. Then I'll just give him three gold. 
hear from the Wonderful. upper deck. Ew, 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 uh, ew. And then the, that staff member comes we up have with a clipboard to both Mary and with Vol, and says, um, so, I hear some of us need to take a nice quick nap before we get started. Yes, uh, yeah, I, I could use a little rest. Well, Absolutely. yes, uh, B- but this nap specifically, and I'm going to learn to the, uh, uh, look at the staff member, is for uh, our uh, door friend here, Magdor, who uh, yes, needs sir, some but- ale. But then um, uh, I've been told that you need to take a nap for, for before you serve some of the ale. Well, it's this just- will specialize in recovery time. So if you've uh, just had a long night of drinking, it will help you recover quicker so you can drink at a more expeditious rate. You hear that, uh, Magdor? They're, they're just letting you take a nap so you can drink more. Okay. Why would they no. let him drink more, though? That's ridiculous. And then- Oh, we'll make sure we regulate <laughs> it once he's on ship. <laughs> once he gets to a certain amount of inebriation after his nap, um, we will no longer serve him. And then Vol's gonna oh, look at- gonna- uh, Vol's gonna look at Nox, put up a hand to cover his face from back door and be like, Just let him get in the pot. You want me to get into the sleep pod? No, 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 no. This pod's for Magdor because they want to help him out. Yes, it's just a nap pod, Magdor. Yes, nap pod. All right, let's go. I want to drink more. I need nap fast. Yes, let's drink fast. Wonderful. Uh, So he leads you below deck, um, going down from the upper to the middle to the lower decks. Or sorry, (gasps) upper to middle. Upper to middle. And you see, like, Probably six of these pods. Um, they just look like kegs with windows. Yeah. <laughs> and he says, all right, hop on in. This one's for oh, you. All right. And uh, he's just going to hop in. No worries. <laughs> he trusts to sleep in a keg. And uh, he looks in um, at you and says, all right. Um, this is a question from the DM. How many hit points do you have? 62. Wonderful. So he cranks it up. Uh, there's like a <laughs> dial as he closes it. <laughs> and you feel like it just get warmer and cloudier. Like you're just like, just like on like clouds made of boobs or something, you know, like super soft, nice and warm. And you feel you yourself clouds made of booze. Boobs. <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> well, Whatever for, you want it to be. It would be cloud made of iron chips or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> something that is comforting to you. And you... <laughs> Uh, end up falling asleep within a few seconds as he turns it up and he says, oh, yep, that'll do it. Um, and then he closes it and Found puts a, a lock number. on it and hands the key in the general direction of you two and says, who wants it? Uh, I, I guess I'll take it. And Volt's gonna it's reach less to out. keep people from getting out than it is to keep people from getting in. Um, Good. So, safety for them. Of course. Wonderful, so neither of you are going to be needing a pod. <laughs> uh, Anybody that's listening to the podcast, just the fact, uh, Brandon has officially decided to roleplay it entirely by passing out in his chair, and it's convincing as shit. I, I, I love it. Um, no, we'll, we'll be fine, thank you. I quite enjoy the sea, actually. Wonderful. Don't get out as well, much. Enjoy the next few days. Right. Maybe we'll get to fight a leviathan. I I hope not. Well, why not? We're gonna be fighting probably a dragon, anyways. Yes. Well, uh, I, I think I think 
he, A, the dragon takes priority, and I feel like a dragon might be easier than nullified, then I can't exactly swim well and fight well underwater. You can't swim either? I can swim, but I can't fight underwater. Why can't you fight underwater? Just step him. And go blub blub blub. Have you ever swung a sword underwater? No, I've never swung a sword. But Anything that deals slashing or bludgeoning damages. Any weapon that has slashing or bludgeoning has disadvantage. But if it does piercing, then it doesn't. Oh, I know. Jeez. Okay, I'm just making sure. G give me a little credit here. I'm just... I just learned that recently. I don't know. Um, Yeah, it's, it's a lot harder. The water adds a lot more weight to your swing. And unless you're somebody who's strong like my brother, you're just not going to be able to get a clean swing underwater. Hmm. Well, that sucks. Yeah, well... Let's explore the ship a little bit. Enjoy the sea. Let's get up. Uh, let's get to the upper deck and enjoy uh, enjoy the air. And then Vol's gonna start making his way up. Wonderful. Uh, you make your way up to um, the upper deck. It's it's quite festive. It's a it's a good time. Whether or not you're just observing or participating, they have like the equivalent of what we recognize as like uh, uh, a luau sort of. They've like got a roasted beast of some sort up there a large style mm. buffet style food area with drinks and included as well as some like cool looking like fire dancers and fire spitters and they do cool cool shit um um also what is that thing um where you have to like go backwards underneath the stick limbo limbo there it is yeah they have one of those <laughs> yeah go to sleep bitch <laughs> <laughs> Effectively, uh, he's asleep as long as you guys want him to be. Because when they wake right, him for feeding, the, it, the effects of the sleep spell make it so that he just kind of like eats unconsciously unless they take him out of the pod. He's drank copious amounts <laughs> of alcohol. Do they take care of uh, maintenance as well? Just. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, this would be an effective site to send, like, old people just <laughs> to live out their days. Yeah, just put me sleep in the old sleep chamber. You got prestidigitation, right? <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the only things Vol's gonna do on this... Vol's not gonna want to let him out. Uh, just because he, Vol wants it to be just a pleasant experience for him to just get to Luskin. Um, uh, for him, I mean, for both Magdor and Vol doesn't want to have to deal with somebody freaking out in the middle of the ocean. Um, and uh, Vol's really not going to be, like, unless there's anything specific happening, Vol's just going to be kind of, like, somber throughout the trip. Waiting. Wonderful. So the only thing you have to do, as long as you don't have anything that you need to be doing specifically to further something, reading, or something that you want to do that needs progress... Um, we'll just be rolling once per day to find out if anything interesting happens during said day. Want a fight full? Let's roll actually morning, uh, afternoon, evening. Uh, fight you, Docs? Yeah, let's, let's spar. Do you want to use one of my swords or do you just gonna, how do we spar? Uh, well, I guess it probably should say no magic. I'll, I'll just use my stuff. 
Is there a place to spar on Sitch? Yeah, the upper deck of this place, as long as there's not like, it's not evening time, is pretty open. As long as you let people know, hey, we're having a little sparring match, don't walk through the middle of it. They'll be fine. Um, I'm gonna cast a uh, healing word on myself because I did get smacked by Magdor earlier to, okay. to do five damage. Okay. You could have feasibly also taken a short rest during this time. This okay. is all light activity, that so you, if you wanted to spend evening. a hit dice. Yeah, it's probably evening, so if we would be sparring, it would be probably the next day when the festivities die down because it was what, yeah. like carnival circus performers yeah. or whatever? Yeah. yeah. So the upper decks so, would have been pretty busy all night until the next so morning. one of the days during the day we spar. Okay. Okay. Uh, so let's say first night and whatnot, we'll do our uh, real, you know, encounter stuff just to make sure that we don't try to spar and a giant tentacle <laughs> comes out or some shit. Okay. Go ahead and roll for the first night. Uh, both of us, or just one of you. You can do it, Nick. <clears throat> yeah. Perception, right? More lo- no, just a flat D twenty. Oh, just a flat D twenty. Right. Yep. Lower the better, please. Sixteen. Wonderful. That's not lower. <laughs> um, as you are enjoying the night air, um, as you begin your journey north to Lus to Luskin, um, you get into the later parts of the night. It's probably pushing past midnight. Um, and from the back side of the ship, um, from behind where the captain's nest is, uh, which raises above the deck, you hear screams and splashing. Um, and breaking wood. Is the sound of breaking wood from this ship? ship? Mm-hmm. I would imagine that Vol would have just been kind of standing off to the side in the upper decks while the things have slowly died down. He's just still kind of hanging out. Um, before before we rush into this, uh, Tyler, what would Knox have been doing? Just hanging out with Vol? Uh, probably like alternating between sitting or standing with you and standing with uh, Magdor. Like, She's trying going, to like make spaces. next to him. Go to sleep, bitch. <laughs> oh, look at me. I'm a dwarf. <laughs> so at the point of um, of all this ruckus, would you have been with me? For the sake of uh, clarity, yes. I, I was uh, next to you just enjoying the, the sea breeze or whatnot. Wonderful. Uh, well, that what does do you do sound you hear good. This? The fuck was that? <sighs> well... It looks like the work never stops and Volt's going to go investigate. As you Bam. just turn the corner, you see uh, one of the crew members thrown off of the side of the ship by one of four giant octopi who have begun clambering up around the back end of the ship. Roll initiative. Oh, uh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, okay. These are uh, large Brandon creatures, too. so like octopi the size of horses. Brandon, unless you guys go down to the lower decks and wake him up, cannot be involved in the initiative. Yeah. Right. Um, just. Okay. <laughs> Let okay. me know what you get. Um, I rolled a 17. And I rolled okay. a uh, 21. Wonderful. Uh, well, what is your dexterity modifier? Uh, three. Wonderful. Thank you. So, Nox, you get to go first. Uh, there is a red okay. one, a blue one, a green one, and an orange one. Okay, so just to give me a rough idea of the summary here, we're on the back of the ship. We just watched 
four octopi, giant mm-hmm. octopi, uh, come on board. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just threw somebody off. Uh, is it just them in front of us right now? Yeah, there's other crew members and uh, people. Like crew members are kind of clambering to get the general public away from these things as they climb over the sides. These four okay. giant. Uh, I didn't know whether or not it would be worthwhile to use an AOE attack without risking the life of others. Uh, would you say if I used a cone or a uh, spherical AOE, it probably wouldn't be? Oh, uh, you could hit position people. it so that it just hits the octopi because everybody's kind of moved away from them enough that you could definitely place something that could just hit them. Okay, <clears throat> uh, I'm gonna slide over to that position then, and uh, I'm gonna look at uh, Vol and say, "All right, let's see uh, who can kill the most." Uh, Octopus, we're gonna go for some good old calamari tonight. I hope you like it cold, though. You're gonna just hear uh, Vol lick his uh, chops. Like, I like calamari. Well, we can't toast them then. I'm pr- isn't calamari? Uh, asking as a player, isn't calamari usually raw? No, no, it's um, uh, it's, it's uh, breaded and deep fried. Oh, so I could cook it. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Uh, let, let's chill them up then. I'm gonna. How many people could I hit with a uh, cone of cold? It's a 15 foot cone, right? Uh, well, it says 60 foot cone. You get all four. Okay. Now, then, one thing uh, to keep gonna... in mind on the ship is you may hit the ship. You won't hit any other people, but it might affect the ship a little bit. Right. I'll do some cold damage. That's why I don't want to fireball it. Sure. Uh, tempting as it is, you know. On a wooden I ship. I killed them. Yeah. And we all burn. <laughs> I'm going to do that then. Uh, so I need, need a constitution right? saving throw. Constitution? Whee! Against what? Uh, 15. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, so the red one looks like it fails and takes the brunt of it. The blue one is able to kind of like hang over the side and only get some of its tentacles cold. Um, but the other two, which are closest to you, take the full brunt of it for sure. Okay. Uh, those that did fail, uh, they'll take 34 cold damage. And then obviously uh, half as much. Wow. You gave her the staff, dude. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> 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 then I'm gonna look over at Vol and says, Alright, I got him chilled. I put him on ice, now you gotta chop him up. I want little pieces. Okay. okay. Alright, and that's your turn and everything, you done? Uh You know what? I'm gonna look at the which one saved? You said the red one and something else? Uh the blue one is the only one that saved. Okay. Uh I'm going to look at the... You said the blue one saved, right? Yeah, its tentacles are, like, holding on, so most of its body didn't get hit. I'm going to point at him, and you're going to hear, Eat my ass, as I'm going to hit him with uh, Hexblade's Curse. Okay, awesome. Since it doesn't speak any languages, it doesn't understand you, but it understands the tone. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck you say about my mother? (laughs) Um, I need to do something real fast. Okay, yep. Um, 
all but the orange one closest to you. Um, oh, I guess that's only going to work for... So, next is the red one. And the red one with its claws or its its things, it's the one that saved. No, the red one is not the one that saved. This is one of the ones that took the full damage. And it kind of like shakes off some of the ice and then just boop, pops back into the water and leaves. Um, as it's obvious that these things just wanted a meal. They didn't want to terrorize. There was no intelligence behind this attack. They were just hungry and thought that this was a viable thing. So it leaves um, on its turn. And now it's your turn, Vol, as the blue, green, and orange are still there. Out of the three of them, which one's the most injured? Uh, probably the green one. Um, and which one's closest to Nox? The green and the orange one are equidistant from you. Okay, um, I'm gonna go after the green one, and I'm gonna slice and dice, baby. <laughs> first, oh, first hit. Short sword does a twenty hit. Yeah. <laughs> for eight damage. Um, uh, hang on. I just need to make sure I get this right. Uh, for an extra... Because of Colossus Slayer for another eight damage. Okay. Um, and then I'm going to swing again with my short sword. Okay. Um, oh, sh- shit. Sorry. I'm fucking up here. For a... Critical failure for in eight. Yep, that misses. Okay. And then I'm going to swing again for a final time with my scimitar. This is bonus action? Yes. Okay. For 23, does a 23 hit? Uh-huh. Um, for another eight damage. Yeah, you uh, kill it on the deck. Um, Last one in- going right where you know it's tiny ass stupid octopus brain is. Well, no, in the... Wow, so condescending. Yeah, I'm really angry about the fact that people are like, they have comparable intelligence. No, they fucking don't. They live in the ocean. Anyway. Uh, The first attack, I would have liked to, like, slice off some of the tentacles so we could cook them up later. Wonderful. You can do whatever you want to it now. It inks a little bit on the deck, and it runs off. Oh, you made me ink. (laughs) (laughs) And after your turn... What? I'm on the same page here. Did you use your DM powers to have us commit a hate crime against invertebr or vertebrates? No. No, that's just my feelings on it. Whatever you had going on in your head is whatever you had going on in your head. Okay. <laughs> uh, but then the rest of the octopi uh, go, as there's nobody less left against them in the initiative order. Um, and they also, seeing one of the octopi killed and a lot of damage they've taken, just fight or flight, they don't need to die for this meal, so they hop off and leave. Um, and you have a large octopus that you could feasibly roast, you know, roast or do whatever you want with, and they are helping the other that that remember who was thrown. They've gotten him a rope, and they're pulling him back onto the ship currently. Um, but several of the other people and the crewmate are clap- clapping for you two as they've seen you slay one and fend off the other three. Um, and you're out of combat. Uh, Old's gonna put his swords back um, kind of like you know uh, do like a fist uh, <laughs> cheer to the crowd turn around yeah! to Nox and uh, um, I'll strike a sailor moon pose or something Just... gonna turn around to Nox and then put up his hand for a high five but not say anything ooh I'll uh, 
Guess I will. Ooh. Well, both my hands. Uh, I'll I'll just use my shield hand and uh, clap his hand with that. Nice. Because my hands are full. Give him the clap. Look uh, at us. You're getting you're getting better with those spells. Well done. Yeah. And but... one of the crew members who looks especially fancy says, "A round of drinks on me for the heroes." And the whole crowd yeah. kind of like cheers. You hear some rolling underneath you. Who <laughs> <laughs> pod appears on the deck, slumber. opens the up, whole, he's like, oh, God. The whole ship just kind of like rolled side to side. <laughs> A true the threat beer has monster. been found. Uh, All right, so that's the first night, though. Uh, you drink, enjoy your time, uh, cook up some calamari and or sushi if you'd like, because it is fresh, so... Um, you wake in the morning uh, feeling like P. Diddy because you truly did party. <laughs> I just got that reference. Thank you. <laughs> that was beautiful. Um, so just uh, make sure I understand. Th- these look like carnival people. Do they look like maybe they could be Vistani? Uh, or just would you be aware folk? of a Vistani as a character at all? I suppose not. They are pretty rare people to see. So, unless you live in a very specific region of the world. Okay. Just making sure that we're I not just, being hauled off to the aisles. Yeah, I to think be, it'd be you know, kind of. Here, here, there is a chance that you've heard of the Vistani before, but it is a small one. A very small okay. one. So, if you roll a okay. D100 and you can either choose con- like numbers next to each other or numbers randomly separated. And the D100 rolls on one of those two numbers, then you know it. I figure we should give you a chance for sure, because sometimes this shit happens. So you want me to pick two numbers? Two numbers between one and or whether whether or not you do zero to ninety nine or one to a hundred. Yeah. I'll just roll a D100, and you tell me because you confused the shit out of me. I will roll. I, I will write eight. them down. Okay. Yep. Eight was not one yeah, of them. Say a little late, huh? Okay, good. Yeah, I had them both down basically when you said eight, so I was like, oh, yep, nope, never mind. Um, you think about it, and you're, yeah, no, you, they, yeah, not, not just. No. Wow, these are cool carnival people. They are. But uh, it's quite a bunch. I don't think I've, uh, I don't think I've ever been to a carnival, you know, Knox. I mean, we've went into the prisoners' carnival. That's true. That was a good time. That's technically uh, I, a carnival, w- purely by name. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was, in fact, a, uh, a living, waking nightmare. It was fun. <laughs> I, mean, I don't fun. know what you're talking about. I mean, I watched my pseudo-father get bitten by a were-tiger, which proceeded to derail our entire adventure. And there was a giant-ass snake that was trying to eat the shit out of me. But, I mean, yeah, yeah, it was, must but have been fun. But you held off that snake. That was impressive. Yeah. That's a story yeah, you did, could tell for I? ages as I like kind of like friendlyly friendlyly pat Knox like on the shoulder like kind of like with the backhand uh, yes. pat. Yeah. The sorcerer that didn't actually attack the snake, he just held it in place for a little bit. That would have been frustrating Man, for the t- snake. You, and remember you are the face melter. We've seen you melt a face. Ah uh, man, I was the f- face freezer right there though. And at this point, talking Car- about all this through, you're gaining a little bit of attention from the people around you who are very interested to hear your stories. Um, and a lot of people... Do we notice this? Like, talking. Yeah, no, they're, like, standing around, and they start to ask you questions. 
you know, about your stories. Be, how did you become the face melter? What is the prisoner's carnival? All these different things. Um, and you began, you gained a little bit of celebrity on this boat. Uh, Vol, uh, because Goliaths enjoy talking about their accomplishments, Vol's going to indulge them. Uh, wonderful. Say, me, Vol, Nightwalker, Valu Nugoni, uh, ask him anything. I'll be the moderator of what this thread. Is your favorite color? Um, uh, the color of blood usually, because that means what? I'm doing a good job. Is your quest? <laughs> um, are you making a fucking Monty Python reference? What <laughs> is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? What African or European? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, yes. No, they ask you plenty of questions as long as you indulge them. You know, like you make a lot of new acquaintances because I don't know if three days is long enough to make new friends. Um, but definitely people that you know by name who admire the things that you've done are very interested in you. Um, you meet a lot of people, uh, whether or not they're actual circus folk that live and work on the ship or people that are just passing through and are also passengers. Um, let's roll for um, the morning. See if anything else happens. Maybe more octopi are on the menu. Tyler, Probably, because I, I also rolled a 16. Uh, this time, nothing. Um, as the morning passes by, you are able to enjoy a hearty meal as well as some more... It seems like the merriment doesn't stop as long as the sun is up and sometimes until the sun is almost up again, you know, but they are controlled. They are enjoying themselves. It's a lot of dancing, not necessarily just hard inebriation. Um, they also encourage you to, if you would like to participate in a thing called race grass, um, which oh, is now? it's called race grass, which means um, forget what it means. Basically, it's weed. Um, they have a, a few different types of things you could participate in as they are a pretty liberal crew. Um, if you wanted to that second evening, sorry, Vol, <laughs> uh, be before we even get to that offer, Vol was going to ask uh, Nox at some point during that day, should we maybe let Magdor out and see if he could stand being on a ship? Uh, I mean, I feel a little bad he's missing out on all of this. I just wanted to make sure that he'd get through to Luskin okay. You know, it was funny at first having him trapped in a sleep pod all the time against his will, technically, because he's being, you know, deceived. But I kind of miss him. You know, he usually has quips and he I, does the weird arm thing. I miss him too. The kind of stories you would have told if he was here. I'll go, I'll go get him. Unless oh, okay. you, yeah, you want to come with, so. No, I, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go play with, uh, Krosov, see what Krosov thinks about the, uh, the, uh, sea air. Okay, and Vol's gonna go and let Magdor out. Cool. Around midday of this day, so it is the second day of sailing, but you, Magdor, it feels like, you know, it's just the same evening that you got on the ship, but for some reason it's bright and it's the middle of the day. Um, but you don't notice that until after he wakes you up, you, uh, get... To the upper decks, but yeah, so you wake oh, up. That was a good five minute nap. I'm ready, ready to drink again. All right, back door. We're gonna try this. That was uh, that was a sleeping pot. You've been asleep for a few hours. It's the second day of travel already. Uh, what? 
Yeah, we just I, I just figured it might make the travel easier on you, but I wanted to see if you wanted to join us for all the festivities, because this lot is a crazy bunch. And also, if you can't stand being on the ship, uh, we, this pod's all yours until we reach Luskin. So you could try it out, uh, you could try standing on the deck, if not, just come back down. Is my jug of alchemy nearby? It'll probably be in the cabin with all your stuff. Uh, can I get a drink first? Sure, let's, uh, before we head up to the deck, let's, uh, get, get up to the, get up to our room. Yeah, so you head one floor up, make your way to your cabins, which are next to each other, three in a row, just one bed cabin. And I'm just gonna pour myself a drink, drink it, and then look and remember, well, a couple minutes ago for Magdor, <laughs> be, take another one, but stop there <laughs> yeah at that point you can see because now you're on the the cabin deck so there are windows that see out and you can see that it is indeed the middle of the day i'm gonna come out and knock on Vol's door i would have been just waiting outside oh, uh, or in your I, room yeah i'm gonna come out and say it's a great way to get a hangover yeah well i you know i wanted to make it easier for you but i didn't also want you to miss out so if you can stand being out then great come uh, let's go I meet. Uh, I'll, I'll show and you some gonna, uh, some people we've met. I'm yeah, Knox. What have you been doing arm? while he's getting him to? What have you been doing while he picked him up out of the, out of the lower decks? Uh, I wanted to make a joke just to myself by telling Corrosive to go up to the crow's nest and say, <laughs> "You found a new home," <laughs> and just kind of have Corrosive uh, uh, chill up there and. I, I'm just gonna proceed to like shout at him and then telepathically tell him the call back at me just to see make it look like we're actually talking to each other. He does it. People are a few people since they were accustomed to being around you and are interested in the things you're doing. Go, wow! He makes friends with animals. Sorry, she makes friends with animals. I mean, uh, I'm having a bit of a debate right now. He claims he's not the father. You two are. He has your eyes. <laughs> and then they just, like, go, whoa. And then walk away. <laughs> um, before we come up deck, though, I'm going to forcefully pull on Vol's arm. Pull him down to my level. Yes, Magdor. I need you to promise me something. Yes. If I fall in... I'll come after me. you. Of course. All right, let's let's head up. <laughs> okay. And um, I would have, uh, the night before, when they were asking me questions about our stories, I would have told them plenty about Magdor and his feats. Just yeah. so, when we emerge on the upper deck, it's, it's, it's Vol and Magdor in tow. When you emerge on the upper deck, you see, uh, you see Nox yell, he has your eyes, and then the people go, ah, oh, and just walk away. So you come up right on the tail end of that moment. And he's, like, yelling back and forth again. with his crow. Yeah, him and I are trying to settle some differences. Ah. Child support is ridiculous when you're trying to fight it against a crow. I, I, I mean, at that point, what would it be? Would it be a kenku? <laughs> <laughs> How do you measure five days worth of worms? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I, I don't like He's this. He's your son. As I like hold up, I'm gonna activate the uh, the figurine of the Raven. Mm -hmm. Okay, so he'll be alive for twelve hours. Okay. Are ravens uh, bigger than gonna... crows? Uh, yeah, considerably so. So he's way so bigger. It's like me and versus my. But silver and, and like. I do that as the joke, but the moment I see the raven, I like fall on my ass like ah. Uh, you go out there and be friends with Krosov. Get to know your your father. Flies up there, sits next to him, and they start calling back and forth. Are, how are you doing, Magdor? Uh, I don't like this. I need another drink. I don't. Oh, yeah, I don't well, like this. Well, just just breathe and take it slow. Anything happens, the crew's here to help you. I'm here to help you. There's railings on the side. Just find a place to sit. There's food. There's drink. These people are fun, too. As you start getting acclimated, I'm going to have you make a quick wisdom saving throw. Me? Mm-hmm. I rolled an or eight. he jumps off the ship. An eight? Yeah, no, this is to keep yourself from feeling like you're going to fall over, so you had to fail pretty hard. Um, you don't feel... You feel you feel uncomfortable, but not like, like panickingly so. Um, so you think you can probably get through these next few days. You're not going to be happy, but like, you're definitely not going to be like throwing up because you feel sick all the time. <laughs> Maybe if the seas get rough or something, you might have to take a quick chum in the water, but uh, you feel fine. Um, is there anything else you wanted to do over these next few days, or can we kind of like whoa a little bit? There's there's one thing. I just want to send okay. a message on the sending stones. It'll be quick. I just okay. want to say, we're coming to Luskin to help Vol's family. Can we get a teleport to the spine? Send that message. I have never been to the spine. I am sure you could charter a boat up the river, though. And then I'm going to pass that message along to Volin. All right, we'll figure it out once we get to Luskin. Cool. Yeah, I did take the liberty of rolling for the next uh, two days uh, as you were going to arrive the following day's evening. So it ended up being about two and a half days, maybe a little less. Um, but because you had favorable winds and sails and so the next day goes by without a hitch. No, no more sea creatures attacking um, and you arrive and begin to disembark um, with company around you that you know most of now. It's been a very favorable cruise if you chose to partake in some less legal things, uh, or, you know, some things like that. Well, it's have, totally if up it was to you. natural. It is absolutely natural. And yeah, so you had a good time. Met some people that you could consider acquaintances. I don't know, friends yet. Light. Friends light. Like a Facebook friend. I met him once, so I added him as a friend. Uh, and as you were leaving that evening, um, headed into Luskin once again, uh, you step off the gangplank and one of the, I forget what they're called, uh, he's one of the crew members, but he's like a kid because it's a circus family, you know, and so they do have children around. Cabin boy. Cabin boy runs up and he says, sir, there was, there was a note left for you. And he hands it to your general group. Sir, and madam, this was left for you. Uh, somebody wanted you to have it. I don't know who. And Vol's gonna, uh, unless somebody else does, Vol's gonna pluck at it. Yeah, you, yep, you take it. And, it's and just gonna read it. an unlabeled envelope that is not sealed. <clears throat> yeah, and then he's just gonna read it out. 
You open it up and it says, watch your backs. You've antagonized the wrong people and will pay for your malfeasance. And that's where we're going to pause as you are in Laskin with a threatening note in your hand. Type. <laughs> you done Ooh. fucked up, son. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Zigzagoo. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, where can people find you? Uh, you're 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 right. You can find me on Twitter at Two Times Tyler. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Glenn Houston. Two ends looks like Huston. And you can find me on Twitter at LR the Eleventh, all letters. Cool. I thought there. No, you're right. Could have been a number there. We are a part of Casual Master Quest, a podcast network dedicated to giving you the video game news and tropes you deserve. You can find the show everywhere you can Google, and on Twitter at CMQ Network. That was Nick. That was Brandon. That was Glenn. That was the octopus. That was the other octopus. That was the third octopus. That was the fourth octopus. Now <laughs> dinner. And this is Tyler. We'll see you next week with another session of Casual Quest Masters. And don't forget to never stop the quest. Bye-bye. Ah. Thanks for joining us for today's episode of Casual Quest Masters. Thank you so much to you, our listeners, for being here, and to Sirenscape for allowing us to utilize their amazing programs for sounds and music. Check them out at sirenscape.com. We hope to see you here next time for the next episode of Casual Quest Masters. Mm-hmm.